This is a Shia on the Kutisiches, Chelek Tes Zayin, Parshas Boy, the second Sicha. In this week's Parsha, in the instruction for Karm Pesach, which Hashem told Meish Rabbeinu, <coughs> so the Pasuk says, on the 10th of this month, you should take a, each man should take a lamb to the house of his father, in other words, per family, Selah, boy, it's one lamb per house. And in the future Pesukim, it says, in the ongoing Pesukim, it says, and this should be for you as a, as, as a remember as a remembering mishmeres, in other words, you should you should guard this, you should have this lamb till the fourteenth day of this month. So in the uh, when the bnei saw in the desert, if we're in Mitzrayim, that one year they had to take the korban pesach on the tenth of the month, and they kept it tied to their tied to to the uh, um, tied to their, their bedpost till the fourteenth day of the month. And then, all the Jewish community will shecht it in the afternoon, 14th of Nisan in the afternoon. And then, uh, continues the Pasuk, they will eat the meat on this night, roasted with fire, and together with matzis and mother, bitter herbs, they will eat it. So the Rambam, so there was two parts to this thing, that was taking the, uh, shechting the Korban Pesach and eating the Korban Pesach. The Rambam, in Sefer Mitzvahs, Counts this as two two mitzvahs. One mitzvah is Lishchaitzah Pesach, to shecht the lamb of the Pesach on the 40th day of Nisan in the afternoon. And this is what the Abishah says in the Pasuk, Vishachatu, I say, called Kala das Silbin that the community of Israel should shecht the Korban Pesach in the afternoon. And the second mitzvah is, that's one mitzvah to shecht the Korban Pesach. The second mitzvah is Lechel Kevesah Pesach, to eat the lamb of the Pesach on the night of the 15th of Nisan, according to the instructions that I mentioned. And this is what it says, they should eat the meat on this night. Okay. So he says it's two mitzvahs. So the question is asked, <coughs> just a note on who asked this question. It's because it was interesting for me. I'm going to share it with you. Look in footnote five. You see it's Rabbi Daniel Habavli in a book called Maisenism. Um, I looked it up and it's, in the, it's online in the Chabad, uh, Nagura City Chabad Library. Daniel Abavli, <coughs> first of all, this was a book printed, why is it called Maise Nissim? It was a book printed by a fellow, a, a great a philanthropist. His name was Nissim, so it was named in his honor. These are questions, apparently, that Rabbi Daniel Abavli asked on the Rambam, and this book is printed together with the responses of the son of the Rambam, Rabbi Avram, uh, 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 the son of the Rambam, Ben Moshe. Um, so it's fascinating. Okay. So the question is asked... Rambam has himself given a rule that everything that the Chachamim said, that when, that a particular mitzvah has a few details, and each detail is key to the mitzvah. One stops the other. In other words, one is, his, is, is hinged on the other. So it's clear that it's really one mitzvah. And similarly, when it's been explained to you, that to get to the required destination, in other words, to get to fulfill the mitzvah. You can't get there with only doing one part of one component of the mitzvah. So then you understand that the mitzvah is counted as the cluster of mitzvahs that comprise that one mitzvah. In the counting of the 613 mitzvahs, they'll be counted as one mitzvah. <coughs> Just a note on counting mitzvahs, we know, we have, a, everybody agrees on the number 613. Question is exactly how to reach that number 
um, which things are counted as separate mitzvahs, which things are counted as a few mitzvahs together. So Rambam says that things that are part and components of one mitzvah, that one part can't be without the other, they're considered one mitzvah. So since, so the question asked on the Rambam is like this, this is your rule, Rambam, in, in, quoting, in, in counting mitzvahs. So since the Korban Pesach, Rambam says that without eating the Pesach, you're not able to fulfill the mitzvah of Korban Pesach. How do we see this? Because there's a halacha that if, but so to, to belong to a Korban Pesach, you have to first of all be registered on that Korban Pesach. So what happens if people came and registered to be part of eating this Korban Pesach? And then other people came. Yeah. Other people came. <coughs> and there's not enough. It comes the night of Pesach. There's not enough to, for everybody to eat a kezayis. So the first registered people that eat, and there's a kezayis for them, they eat, and they're potter for making the second Pesach. The latter people, the latter registrations that came, and there's no longer a kezayis. If you would have split up the Korban Pesach, you see there's not a longer kezayis for them. So they don't eat. The other people who registered first come first. They don't eat. And it, what will happen is that when you shechted initially, and, and you're chayv to do the, the, the second Pesach, well, it turns out that when they were registered on the Pesach, when they shechted the Pesach, the registration has to be done before the Shechita, there wasn't enough for them. They weren't included. Aye, so what do we see? I mean, they were included, they were registered. They weren't included because there wasn't for anything for them to eat. So you see that eating and shechting is part integrally part of the same thing. So it should come out that shechita and eating, the Pesach is one mitzvah. So why does the Ramam count it as two mitzvahs? Moreover, even according to the opinions in the Gemara, the Gemara then, Masech Tepzachim, there are opinions in the Gemara that the actual eating of the Korban Pesach doesn't obstruct bringing the Pesach in other words, even if a person, even if the people are not going to be able to eat the Pesach at night, but still you, 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 if it was shechted properly, you bring it up. But what's the point? Even though it may still be a kosher carbon Pesach, but the the the, the, the the intent of the mitzvah of, of bringing the carbon Pesach is still all about eating the Pesach. Because the whole concept, even according to those opinions, is that Pesach Allah says the Pesach comes initially only for eating. There are other carbonists that come for being burnt on the on the on, on the mizbeach. Pesach comes the purpose is to be eaten, and that's why a Pesach that was offered up was sacrificed in conditions of tumah. If most of the bnei Yisrael are tummy, then it's offered up in tumah. Then it's eaten also in tumah. But it, technically, you could say, okay, if the bnei Yisrael are tummy, so let's shech the carbon Pesach, but why eat it? Let's leave the eating out. No, it was brought into a man. The whole point is to be eaten. It was brought into a man. The Torah waves during those circumstances where most of the Nisola told me, they says, okay, so the, the, the current Pesach will be brought nonetheless and be eaten nonetheless into a Why? The reasoning for that is because, as Rashi explains there, because the whole purpose of the current Pesach is for eating. So if that's the case, you see how they're totally bound up with each other. Why is, it, why is the Ramam counted as two mitzvahs? So the Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Avram, the son of the Rambam, answers, again, brought in that Sefer Maizanism, that dividing it into two mitzvahs is because the fact that the Shechita is dependent, the Shechita is at one time, it's the 14th day of Nisan, but the eating of the Korn Pesach is in another time. It's on the 15th, night of the 15th. And then there's another thing that draws the two mitzvahs of Shechita and eating apart, the shecht in the Karim Pesach, if a person didn't participate in being registered on a, shechted, on a Karim Pesach that was shechted, then there's Kodesh. 
the, the, the heavenly punishment of being cut off. However, neglecting to eat the carbon Pesach is a violation of any, just like any other mitzvah, any other positive mitzvah that wasn't fulfilled. It doesn't have a connection with the punishment of Kodesh. A person did offer up the carbon Pesach, and he just didn't get to eat it on the night of the 15th, so he did the mitzvah of shechting the carbon Pesach, but he's part of from Kodesh, and he doesn't have to bring a Pesach Sheni as well. So what do you see from here? <coughs> um, you see that they're two separate things. Ah, you're going to ask me, says the Rebbe in the footnote, one second. We just said that if people registered on the carbon Pesach, they were part of the carbon Pesach, the shechita, but there wasn't enough for them to eat, they have to bring a carbon Pesach Sheni. The answer to that is that you know already at the already when they're shechting, you already see that there's not enough for them. Technically, you look back and you see you were registered, but the registration was full. Your registration wasn't accepted. So you weren't part of the shechita either. Anyway, so the question, so that's the answer. It's two separate things, the shechita and the eating, although one is intended for the other, but you see there are two separate times and there's even two separate levels of severity if it was omitted. Base. However, it's not so simple, because according to the Rabbi Avram, the son of the Rambam, he explained that the eating of the Karm Pesach in actuality is, is not, is not uh, doesn't block the fulfillment of the mitzvah of the Shechita. You could have done the Shechita and no Karas, then you just didn't eat it. You can't bring a Karm Pesach Shani. You were part of the Pesach in some way. However, let's, let's still look at it from the fact that since the purpose of the Shechita is eating, and that's why it has to be able to be eaten at the time when you shechted, like you said, you got, there's got to be enough room in registration, for example. So still there should have been one mitzvah. The Rambam himself writes, in, when explaining the Shorsha mitzvahs, the sources, or the, or the roots of the mitzvahs, that even when the, the details are not even uh, going to hold each other back, are not ma'akiv, uh, ma'akiv uh, means they're, they're not, um, whatever, they're not going to, they're going to um, hold it, hold, there's a word, sorry, but I don't have it with, with me now. They're, they're not going to be uh, holding each other back, but still in all, if the concept is one, they join and form into being one mitzvah. So this thing that sh- the shechita and the eating are in two separate mitzvahs, because each one is at its own time, we need to explain what does that mean. How is that? Because we find several mitzvahs that the mitzvahs have different times of being mechuyiv. However, they're not, and they're not even blocking one the other, one can be, they're not hinged on each other, not, nonetheless, the Rambam counts them as one mitzvah. The Rebbe says in, in footnote 18, like, for example, the, reading the Kriyashma is one mitzvah, but there's a reading Kriyashma in the morning and in the evening, two different times. Bringing the daily sacrifice is a mitzvah, but there's a boiker, there's a, a, a carbon tomate in the morning, one of the afternoons, they're not two mitzvahs, they're one mitzvah. And one doesn't, uh, one doesn't uh, uh, withhold the other, if you read the, 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 the Shema in the morning and, and you didn't read it in the night, your, your Shema in the morning is still kosher. One is not hinged on the other yet, and they're not at the same times. Yet they're one mitzvah, because the concept is the same, to remember the Yichud of Hashem, to, to, to proclaim the unity of Hashem. And it divides into two times, morning and evening. <coughs> so here too, it, it's, it's, it's a Shechita and eating of Korn It's two different times, Taka. It's two different things, but it's one, one content. Why does the Rambam split them into two mitzvahs? Gimel. So we'll understand this by first asking another question, a more general question. By Korban Chatas, the Pasuk says, the Chatas should be shechted, and the Koyen, who has done the service of bringing the Chatas, he should eat the parts that the, that the, that the Koyen eats. Nonetheless, 
the Rambam does not count the eating of the chattas as a separate mitzvah saseh. He joins it, he includes it within the mitzvah of eating all kinds of kochim, all kinds of uh, karbonis. <coughs> His language is that the mitzvah is that the kohenim were instructed to eat the flesh of the kodeshim, of the karbonis. In other words, kolayimah. Chatos and the Asham sacrifice, which are Kachim, Kachim, Holy of Holies. And then there's other Kachim Kalim, other forms of Karbanas, which are the more <coughs> lighter forms of Kedusha. And the eating is part of the mitzvah. In other words, there's a mitzvah <coughs> of eating Kachim. Ah, there's a Chatos, there's a Asham. It's all part of that same. A father mitzvah, general mitzvah, that's one mitzvah of the mitzvah of the Kerenim, eating kachim, eating karbonis. So why does the Rambam hold, write that eating the karbon Pesach is a separate mitzvah? Why doesn't he just say it? The mitzvah of eating kachim. Pesach is also a kachim kalim. The takenat Kerenim, the Rebbe has a big discussion here about it in the, um, in the footnote, but it still is part of the mitzvah of eating, of eating kachim. So the explanation here is this... That the Rambam himself explains in his exact lotion. What does he say about the mitzvah of Korban Pesach? He says like this: Shetzivonu lechol b'sara Pesach. We were instructed to eat the, the flesh of the Pesach beleil chamisha osar benisam b'tenav aniskarim on the eve of the fifteenth of Nisan with all of its requisite details, which are, as he continues, we should sleep, should be roasted, should be eaten in one house, should be eaten with matzah mutter. And this is what it says, you should eat the flesh on this night, roasted on fire, and matzahs and murder, you should eat it. In other words, till this was the Lashon of the Ramam. In other words, when the Torah gives all these details and all these boundaries on how the mitzvah of Karim Pesach should be fulfilled, not like Karim Chatas, which just says the Kayan that brought it should eat it. Similarly, other Karbanas, the details of how the requisite eating should take place isn't given. So the Torah has distinguished this chiv of eating the Korban Pesach as a separate mitzvah with, with, a, whole, with a whole host of, of, of details. And so it is also with the shechita of the Korban Pesach that there's other details that has to be done in a particular way. It's been on the 14th of Nisan, after Chatzais, in its proper time. Um, so in other words, it's not just part of the regular general generic, so to speak, uh, um, cover all of the mitzvah to bring and to eat karbonis. To say it in a little bit of a different style, says the Rebbe Siglin and according to the way that the, the son of the Rambam presented it. Since the mitzvah of Shechita was said together and given with its particular time, it was very, the Torah, when it said about Shechita and Karm Pesach, clearly defined it based on the fact that it has to be on the 14th of Nisan. And the mitzvah of Achila, of eating the Karm Pesach, was hinged and expressed together with its particular time, and together with its nuances and details of how it should be eaten, when, where, and, where and how it should be eaten. So we understand that the difference between the shechita of the Pesach and the eating of the Pesach, it's not just um, a... Um, um, we understand that this difference in time between the shechita of the karbonis and the eating of the karbonis is not just a general, it's not part of the general concept of eating karbonis, which automatically this mitzvah is eating karbonis. 
right? However, <clears throat> um, which we find, for example, that, I'm not sure what that means here in the brackets, we, we find by Corbanus that their bringing up has to be Dafka by day. Um, I'm not sure. There's there's a long footnote here, so I'm sorry about this. No, I'm not sure exactly what this bracket means. Okay. However, <coughs> again, the fact that the Torah gave each part of this mitzvah, the shechita and the eating, and hinged each part of this mitzvah in its particular time. This mitzvah, in other words, it's not just it's it's not a, it's not these are not details that that are applicable to every carbon. This is details that single out. Korban Pesach, maybe shechted on on on, uh, on the day of Yudalid. Ah, this now and some of the brackets are saying not just like general mitzvahs. In other words, all korbanos have to be brought by day. So why does the Torah have to tell us by Korban Pesach to be brought by day? It's part of korbanos. But you see that the Torah didn't rely on the general on the general rule that korbanos are part of day. The Torah by Pesach singled out the time it has to be by the day of the fourteenth, and the eating has to be in the evening. So you see that this mitzvah has been singled out to be a separate mitzvah. And therefore, what we see is that, the, that this individuality of the mitzvah is not just that the Korban Pesach is separate from all Korbanas, has separate instructions, but both details of the Korban Pesach are individually wrapped, so to speak. One is 14th day, one is the eve of the 15th. And because of this, you see that the Torah wrapped them individually, so to speak, so he keeps the Rambam keeps them as two mitzvahs. <coughs> so also by the obligation of Korban Pesach, of Pesach Sheni, which according to the Rambam, it's its own regal, it's its own yomtev, separate from the first Pesach. The Rambam also there, by second, by Pesach Sheni, divides this mitzvah, shechita, and eating to two separate mitzvahs. Now we'll also understand it's the same reason. Same thing we said by Korban Pesach Rishon, that the eating has to be with, with details of matzahs and mother. And that's the tzivonu, that's the instruction with which the, the eating of the Pesach Sheni is given. So that's different than the shechita. Right? You can't just put it together with the shechita. Yeah, the shechita is in order to eat, but the eating has its own seder aveda, it's its own individually presented mitzvah. However, we don't understand, why does mitzvah eating the Pesach Sheni, why is it included in in the same mitzvah of eating the first Pesach. In other words, yeah, it's two times. If you didn't bring the first Pesach on the 14th of Nisan, you bring the second one on the 15th, on the 14th of year, and you eat it on the eve of the 15th of year. Two separate times, but the content is the same. You have an obligation to eat the carbon Pesach on matzah with matzah and mother in the evening after it was brought up. And automatically, you just have to see when was the shechita. If you did the first Pesach, it was on, in Nisan. If not, it was in here. That's just a, res, that's just a result of whenever the Shechita was. But the mitzvah should be the one mitzvah. Eat it in the evening after it was brought. Right? <coughs> but Mela... So even though... Yeah, no, so the explanation of this is... Even though we've explained earlier... The shechita, the and the eating are each connected with their own individual time. 
That's what creates the separation that makes the two separate mitzvahs. However, there's a difference in the way of um, the way that it expresses itself. Between the the um, between the first Pesach and second Pesach. The Yom Tov of Yud Dalet Nisan, right, that's out of Pesach, day before Pesach. It's a Yom Tov day. What makes it a Yom Tov? Only because that's the day that the Karban Pesach is brought. That's what makes that day special. On its own, it's just the 14th day of Nisan, the day before Pesach. It's not Pesach yet. However, the eve of the 15th of Nisan, Pesach evening, is a special day also, and actually mainly because it's a Yom Tov. It's a time of going out of Egypt. And as it was in the first time of history that Hashem said, I passed through Eretz Mitzrayim on this night, night of Pesach. I smote every firstborn. And I jumped over your doors. That's called Pesach. And it's Leil Shimon Mul Hashem. It's the night that was guarded and, and especially watched by Hashem to take them out of Egypt. And the Pesach says, Hashem took you out of Egypt at night. It was this night. And because of that, because of the importance of the time, that's why the mitzvah of eating the Karim Pesach is, is done at that time. And therefore, automatically, in other words, if the Pesach has to be eaten at the evening, so the Korban Pesach is brought the day before, and you dalit nisan. But Pesach Sheni, you don't have that dynamic. The eating of Pesach Sheni, the fifth, night of the 15th, is not because tonight's the 15th of the year. It's a Yom Tov. No, it's not a Yom Tov. Yom Tov was the 15th of Nisan. But only because on this night, oh, this is the night after you had a chance to do a makeup carbon on the 14th of the year. So, this is not the same mitzvah of eating the first carbon Pesach. By the first carbon Pesach, the time of eating the carbon Pesach is in itself a detail of the mitzvah. Pesach Sheini, the time of eating the carbon Pesach doesn't have any connection to the actual mitzvah of the eating. Two separate, they have two separate um, mitzvahs with two separate uh, characters. Hey, so with this we'll understand why the din of Halal by Pesach Rishon and the difference between saying Halal by the first Korban Pesach and second Korban Pesach has a difference. What's the difference? Amongst the differences between first Pesach, Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni, the Mishnah says the first Pesach requires Halal when you eat it. The second one doesn't require Halal when you eat it. And it says, but both of them require Halal when you make the Korban Pesach. In other words, when you shecht and, and offer up the Korban Pesach, they both require Halal. Now, according, about this halacha, that the first um, carbon Pesach, when you eat it, requires halal. Gemara says, how do you know that? Yechanan says, and he brings a Pesach from Yeshaya, speaking about the Gula, and he says, the, the song you're going to sing by the Gula, Ashi Yelachem, this song that you're going to sing is going to be Kalel Iskadish Chag, like the song you sing when the holy day comes, which is referring to the, 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 the Pesach, in other words, but the Pasuk is telling you that the night, Laila, Mekudosh Lachag, says the Gemara, the night that has been sanctified as being a holiday, we see from this Pasuk, it requires Halal. You're going to sing to Hashem like the night that's, that's a holiday. That means that the night that's a holiday, Pesach, you have to sing Halal. Then the Gemara says, but both, and it doesn't say this about Pesach Sheni, Pesach Rishon is the night of the holiday. Both of them require, for the actual preparation of the carbon Pesach, require Halal when you make the Pesach. Why? So says the Gemara for two reasons. If you want to say Iboy say, well, one on one hand I can say why because it says Laila. That at the night when it's a Chag, that's when you sing. So you see that Torah emphasizes night. So we understand that nighttime, that's a Yom Tov, 
That's when you say shira. It doesn't say that by day it also has to be only, you only say the shira on a day that's a yomtuf. So therefore you can say it uh, when you bring the carbon Pesach. Or another answer. Can it be? This is a, an interesting uh, logic. Can it be that the Yidin are shechting the Pesach or taking their lulavs and not saying alal? Of course they'll say alal. So never has like this. From the fact that um, when we said it needs halal when you make it, the Gemara asked with a lush my time, for what reason do you need halal? didn't say, how do we know? When it said about the, the, the first carbon Pesach requires halal by eating it, it says, how do we know it? And we said, because there's a Paschini Shai that says, just like the night of the Chag, you sing. We understand, the night of Chag, you sing. But here the Gemara just asked, why don't, my time, and not how do we know we don't say, because it says, why don't we say halal on the second carbon Pesach by eating? And also from the fact that the Gemara answers, in the first answer, the Gemara says that the, the night time was excluded. Day wasn't excluded. So it means that with this discussion of the Gemara, the Gemara is looking to explain not why both require halal for, eat, for making the carbon Pesach. No, but what's the difference between the shechita of the second Pesach, which requires halal, and the eating of the, of the second Pesach, which doesn't require halal? We know that eating the carbon Pesach, that making the carbon Pesach requires halal. Shechting the carbon Pesach and eating the carbon Pesach, eating the carbon Pesach is a residual effect of that. So on the first carbon, you take a, say halal for eating it. Why don't you do it on, why is there a distinction? The second Pesach, you say halal by making, but you don't say halal by eating it. Why not? So we have to understand, first of all, why Taka doesn't the Gemara ask, how do we know about the fact that you need halal when you make the Korban Pesach? Just like it asked, how do you know that you need halal when you eat the first Korban Pesach? Why doesn't it ask about the Shechtim? Two, since the whole question of the, of the Gemara is about the difference between why by the second Pesach do you make halal only on the doing and not on the eating, what did the Gemara answer in the second answer? Could it be that Yisrael is shechting and they don't say halal? This, this doesn't explain the difference between why there should be the difference between the shechita and the eating. You could say the same svar about the eating. Could it be that Yisrael are eating the carbon Pesach not saying halal? And that would apply also to the second uh, Pesach. So the explanation is like this. From the Pesach, the shir, you will have, this song will be like the night of Chag. From this we understand only one thing. No, from this we understand not just that on a night that's a Chag, you say Halal, which the Gemara says it excludes if it's, if it's a night that's not a Chag, you don't say Halal. But this actually tells you the whole Geder, the whole uh, uh, concept of why there's an obligation of Halal when you eat the Karben Pesach. Not because of eating the Karben Pesach, no, because it's, it's the evening of the Chag. It's the evening of where, where, where it's a holiday. In other words, this is the time of the Geul, of the redemption and the miracles of the Messiah, and that's why you have to say halal. In other words, since the eating of the Pesach on the 15th, <coughs> the eve of the 15th, is in actuality connected with the redemption and the miracles of that night, which, because that's the reason that the, that the carbon Pesach is eaten on that night. So that's why this mitzvah is connected with the saying of halal when you eat the Pesach, because it's a night of Chag, a night of miracle. And this we understand about Pesach Sheni. It doesn't have that. It's not a night that's, that's, that's got this Chag. It wasn't a time of miracles. And therefore, it's not a Chag. And therefore, 
the eating of the Pesha doesn't require halal. Because the eating itself is not enough of a reason to say halal. Then, Zion, then after this answer of the Gemara, and in connection to this answer where he says, the first, you need halal on the eating the first one because it's uh, tov. The second one doesn't have that. Then the Gemara says, so why do you make halal when making the Korban Pesach on both of them? It says, for what reason? If you're not saying halal, In other words, it comes out that the eating of the of the of the carbon pesach sheni is different than the shechita. One is not asking why shechita requires halal, because that wouldn't be the place to ask it here when we're saying the difference in pesach and pesach sheni. That you should ask when the Mishnah first says way back that you need halal by shechita. You should have asked that question. This Mishnah is just saying the details of the differences. And distinctions between the first Pesach and second Pesach. Um, so that's why the Gemara says that the Geder, the concept of saying halal when you shecht, it's different than eating, than, than the eating. It's two separate things. In other words, the first Teretz, it says that the, the Pesach says that on the night that's a Chag, you say halal, you say a song, which excludes a night that's not a Yamtav, which would be the 15th of a year, Right, um, but the second, but the the saying of halal by so so we understand why we don't say it on the eve, but the second halal, but the saying of halal by day as it doesn't have anything to do with the time that has to do with the actual shechita of the of the carbon, and therefore that's not excluded. In other words, the first teretz is mainly is mainly emphasizing the difference between saying halal by day and saying it by night. Is that the saying halal by night has got to do with the yamtiv. But that doesn't exclude what does it do with saying the yamtiv. It doesn't say that the 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 the, the halal said by day has to do somehow with the specialty of the day. And therefore the day is not excluded. The day of the 14th of the year is not excluded. The second answer is saying, could so be shechting Pesach and not saying halal? It expresses why do we say halal by day? It's got to do with the shechting. And therefore, we understand that you have to say halal by the shechita of the second Pesach, just like you say, by the shechita of the first Pesach. Which is different than the saying halal by the eating of the first Pesach. We're not saying halal because of the eating of the Pesach. That's not enough reason to say halal. It's because it's a night of Yom Tov. And therefore, by the eating of the Pesach on the night of, of, of the 15th of the year, you don't have that reason. It's not a Yom Tov. And you could say that the difference between these two answers is, according to the first answer... We could say that the saying of halal by shechita has to do with the time of, with the yom, with the fact that it's a day, just like uh, eating it. Um, just like by the eating of the Karm Pesach, with one difference. By the eating of the Karm Pesach, the time itself is a reason. It's a yom tif. Whereas by the shechit of Karm Pesach, the shechita creates the time that is a time of halal. Through the mitzvah of Shech and Pesach, the day becomes a day of halal. And there, so the first answer is that the Torah says, by night, that's a chag, you say halal. And, and, and there's no exclusion for day. So a day that's a chag, uh, and why is it a chag? Because you brought up the Karm Pesach. So then you say halal. And that's also a chag for the second Pesach. 
The second one is, no, the second answer is saying that's not nothing to do with the time. It's got to do simply with the act of shishchet and Korban Pesach. You bring a Korban Pesach without saying hal, and that applies also on the second Pesach as well. Akopane, what we got from this whole discussion is, according to both answers, since the reason that Pesach, tradition, the first Pesach, when you make it, requires halal, is not because of the time in and of itself, that the time requires you, this zman of Yud-Dalad somehow brings an obligation of halal, but it's the shechita that brings it, so we understand from this, that in this, in this sense, both first Pesach and second Pesach are the same, you're offering a carbon Pesach, and therefore it requires halal. So to sum it all up, we explain why, the, why it's two separate mitzvahs. <coughs> the, the, the bringing the Karim Pesach and the eating of the Karim Pesach is two separate mitzvahs because each one has its time, each one has its distinct details. Just like Karim Pesach is not just part of the mitzvah of eating Kaddashim, eating Karbanis Bechlal, you see it's singled out separately. Similarly, the shechting and the eating have been singled out in their own individual parameters. I, why isn't Pesach Sheni eating Karim Pesach Sheni part of the mitzvah of eating carbon Pesach Bechlal, eating it the night after it's brought, you see, because they're also two separate things. The first Pesach is brought in a special time, which is a Chag, as the Rebbe said, at great length, and we see that uh, that's why we say halal when we eat the carbon Pesach on the first Pesach, because it, it, it comes in a special, so it's a separate package. Second Pesach is eaten without the fanfare of halal. You eat it an evening after you bring it up. By the bringing up the carbon Pesach, yeah, requires halal, because... That's the same doing as doing the first Pesach, but the eating is a, diff- is a different eating. You can't just put it together and say it's the same mitzvah, eating Korban Pesach. Here it's an eating on the night of Yom Tov with Halal, and it's connected with the 15th. Here it's an eating that's not really bound with the eve of the 15th of the year. It's technically just the evening after the Shechita. And therefore it can't be packaged together as one mitzvah, it's two separate mitzvahs. Now says the Rebbe, the explanation of all this in Pinim Yisches. Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is from the, one of the main and general... Uh, things that happened that happened in the lifetime of a Jew. That's when the beginning of the birth of Am Yisrael was the people of Israel was. That's when they went from being the servants of Pari to becoming the servants of Hashem. As the Pasuk says, for you, B'nai Yisrael, you are servants to me, my servants that I took them out of Egypt. And since this is the birth of a Jew, this is when we go from slavery to becoming Hashem's people. And since the content of Korban Pesach is about preparing and bringing to the general concept of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, what led to the going out of Egypt was the Korban Pesach. That's even now the preparatory steps for going out, to become Avdeh Hashem. So we understand that also all the details that the Torah tells about it are not just details, but each of them is its own, is its own rule, is its own generality as well. And this itself is the reason why, by the instruction of Karim Pesach, we see in the Torah so many details and small, it goes down to great details, not just like it says by other Karbonas, you have the mitzvah of eating Karbonas. No, here we have many minute details. I have to prepare, I have to eat it. Because here we have, uh, uh, here what's underscored and emphasized is the, um, the chashivus of Karim Pesach. And we could say this is the reason why Pneum Remember, this is always happening again and again, right? <clears throat> because this we can understand every year, every day. Because this we can understand the Pneumius, why the bringing of the Korban and the eating of Pesach become a separate mitzvah, each on its own. Because each of the, each of the things, shechting the Korban Pesach and eating the Korban Pesach has its own centrality and has, is an ikr, is a, is, a, is a central tenet 
in preparing to the general theme of going out of Mitzrayim. As we can explain in Yud. Now we're into test. According to this, we also understand why Dafka by Korban Pesach, we find that those that were Tomei came with a Taina. Lomani Gara, why should we be left out? Even though, what do you mean, why should you be left out? There's a rule, when the time passes, the Korban is bottle. Avaz money, bottle Korbani. However, by Korban Pesach, is different. If you left out, if you missed the bringing the Korban Pesach, in other words, if you miss another Korban for the technical reasons, you missed it. However, Korban Pesach, it's not just you missed your technical Korban. If you miss Korban Pesach, you're going to be missing a central theme in, 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 your, in your Yiddishkeit. Because the whole concept is that Korban Pesach achieves the transformation from going from being Parei servants to being at the level of Avdei Hashem. Such, you, you can't just, a Jew can't just let such a, a, a tremendous transformational Korban just pass by. And that's why these that were Tomei, Hashem gave them another chance to bring a Pesach Sheni. More than that. that it's, it's, so, it, it, it's so central and so critical that it says that, um, that, that we're dealing here with individuals. In other words, who's given the mitzvah of Pesach Sheni? Individuals. That's how important it is, that even when individuals are in need, we create, Hashem created a separate opportunity, Pesach Sheni, because we know the rule is, if the, if the whole community is Pesach, is Tomei, they don't bring Korban Pesach. They bring it on the first year, on the, on the first Pesach. Which means to tell you that the whole concept of the second chance is only when it's not the whole community, it's only when it's individuals. It's so important that even Hashem give, looks out for the individual, that even an individual shouldn't be lacking this opportunity for the transformation of becoming from going from bondage of Parai to becoming an Eved Hashem. And another day, makeup day was given. Um, and uh, that Korban Pesach is going to engage the whole Jewish people, the Kayanim, Levim, they all have to come, and on the, a month later, they have to operate the whole situation, the whole Korban. Um, and, what, and we learn from this forever time. There's no lost situation. You can always fix. Because it's such a central thing. You can't just let it, it can't just pass by. Hashem gives an opportunity. Ah, since it's so central in Yud, now up to Yes Yud. God, in this, we understand with Pneumios why Pesach Sheni can only fill and only replace the Hakrava and the eating, the, the bringing up of the carbon and the eating, but not the saying halal, which you say only on the first Pesach. Because only the offering up and, and uh, which parts of, of, of the carbon Pesach are central and critical? The shechting, bringing up the carbon part, and the eating. But not the saying halal when you're eating. What's the explanation? In the hachan, in the preparation of Yidin to become servants of Hashem, you needed to have two things. First of all, they had to shecht. What does it mean to shecht? It means that the, the, the local thing that was served was the lamb. So they had to shed from themselves, throw off from themselves the lamb. In other words, David is out of Egypt. And the shackles of the slavery of Tuparai. And the only way you could rid that of themselves was through Messiah Snefesh, through dedication in a way of self-sacrifice to Hashem. I mean, taking the lamb in Egypt, that was the Aved in front of the eyes of the Egyptians was Messiah Snefesh. 
to, this carbon Pesach had to also be eaten by the Jews. In other words, the Messiah's nefesh to be a servant of Hashem needs to become part of who the person is. When we eat, you know, it says in Tanya that when you eat, it becomes part of your flesh. And it has to totally permeate and totally um, assimilate into the person in all of his inyanim. Till Mamish is eating and his gashmi is dikha things, they all have to be permeated with Mesir Snefesh. And since the Shechita and the offering, the Karim Pesach, and the eating with all of its details are central themes, that's why there has to be a chance. That's why Hashem gave, and there has to be a way to be able to make it up. Because otherwise, there would be a gaping hole in the service of a Yid. Because this is the, the, the time of the year where Hashem gives the opportunity to move from being a servant to Pari to being a servant to Hashem. However, saying hal all the time eating the Karim Pesach, which is only... It's not connected with actually eating in the Karim Pesach. It's actually connected with the night of Tezvav Nisan because of the night of the Kedusha and of all the, the miracles. And that's why you say the Halal. That's not an Indian Kaloli in, in, the, in the preparation to become an Ebed of Hashem. And that's why there Hashem didn't have to give an opportunity to, 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 to be mashlim that. So that part is not, is not, uh, 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 um, is not replaceable. However, the Halal that you say by the Shechita which comes from the Shechita itself, yeah, that's an integral part of the Aveda of the Shechita. And that's why it has to be also a chilek of the Aveda, of the Korban Pesach also, which you can fix also. And that's in Pesach Sheni, the Shechita is also done with halal.